0: So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars. This is Aaron Imuchasteghi. Today, I get to not interview not one, but two people, uh, two ladies from Colorado Springs, Colorado. I've got Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadick from EXP up there. The, they're gonna, we're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff today, how they grew their businesses, what it's like to be a, you know, a two-person team and partnership as they grew their business and how they are going from good to great now with video and all sorts of fun stuff. Gals, thanks for joining me.
1: Perfect. Thanks Thank for having
0: us. you. So, the so what is so Colorado Springs? What's it been like over the last year in Colorado Springs? And I know I know this week you're snowed in and everything's crazy, and um, or it was the last couple days, but what's what's it been like this last year out there?
1: So, yeah, just the market's been changing as it is everywhere in the country. You know, we used to a year ago it was a little bit slower, and now the market is it's difficult for buyers right now. You know, our sellers are rocking and rolling, they're rock stars. Um, But our buyers right now are just, you know, having appraisal gaps and our economy or our housing market's just expanding. We had talked about if we had the same clients a year ago that we have today, it would have been 10 times as difficult at least to get them into homes because of just what the market's done within the last really six months, I would say. Yeah. We really had to pivot and like redo our marketing as uh, realtors because our same clients, our first time home buyers, unfortunately, were just spinning our wheels and they weren't being successful getting into the market. So hopefully that'll change, but for right now, it's just not the reality of our current market here in Colorado.
0: <laughs> so last year, you guys are mostly mostly buyers agents.
1: Uh, no, we do both. I would say we uh, we ran numbers and. What were we about? 60-40. So 60% buyer's agent, 40% sellers. We love listing listings, obviously. Especially
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Especially right now, yeah.
1: Yeah. But but the majority of the time, I guess, 60%, we are buyer's agents.
0: Kind of reminds me of the like the short sale REO days back in like 2008 and 2009. The bank would get the listing, and they would just list it like 50,000 below market, and they wouldn't do anything. They would wait until the 100 offers come in, and then they would just say, okay, what's our yeah you know, they'd have some admin go, "What's my top five most expensive offers?" And then yeah. they start going going from there. and it's the yeah, it's, I, I think in one sense, it's much easier to be a listing agent because you don't have to say, "Hey, I'm not getting offers, but it's probably more challenging in the fact that narrowing down a hundred offers or like fifty offers or twenty five like or people are calling and going, "Hey, what do you do? And you're like, "I don't know how to pick. Or you used to be able to pick a good buyer. Like, hey, this is my favorite. Now you might have five favorites of people that. that
1: yeah, and that's the hardest part is keeping them straight. You know, utilizing some of our technology that our MLS provides to try to keep it keep straight who we've talked to, who we haven't. You know, that is the key with the listings right now. And with two of us, well, we have to communicate nonstop. Did you talk to so and so? Did you talk to so and so and so? Sometimes it puts a whole nother layer in there for communicating but always thankful to have somebody
0: <laughs> yeah so you guys are you guys are unique in the fact that you partner on stuff that you're kind of your two well, before we started the recording i asked you you're just a, kind of a two-person team so when you list houses are you both the listing agents of record when you buy houses or both your names on those offers
1: yeah we kind of rotate who's co-list and we list but i don't know how agents do it without having like i really love the model that we're in We both have three kids and our kids are a little bit older, middle school, high school age. Kayleen has the youngest is still in elementary, but so they're kind of at the age where we can, you know, leave them for a little while on their own. But I just can't imagine doing it and running a whole real estate business with being a mom and having kids without having Kayleen to take over. I think we really split each other's time. If her kid has a basketball game she needs to be at I can you know then take over the client if need be so we're always there for our clients which was a great aspect of having I think two. we talk to each other at least <laughs> 10 times a day oh at least, yeah <laughs> so but I just it works so well for us yeah
0: so do you guys work in the same office or do you work from home right now
1: we're, we're both for eXp but we just work from home and that's probably why we love eXp as well as we were with Color Williams before Color rooms is great in many aspects, but we didn't want that office. We didn't have. We never went to the office. We had an office, and I think we went there once for 30 minutes. But we just bounced from each other's houses and meet clients where at their homes or coffee shops. COVID's a little different, but um, a lot of Zoom calls. So And we've really tried to make social media the cornerstone to our business. And so it makes sense that we're able to do it really in our cars, from our homes, you know, um, in a neighborhood, on a street, at a at, at a local business. So we really didn't have a need to have a dedicated office space. Mm-hmm. You know, as moms, we're juggling a million things anyway. What's a couple other things in there? Um, what we do have to do is dedicate our time to be able to focus when we're going through, you know, contracts or, you know, something very detailed that that's when I have that need. So I just tuck myself away at my office at home, you know, to be able to focus. Cause usually we're, we're juggling a few yeah. things.
0: Yeah. I mean, so COVID has made working from home way easier this year. Mm-hmm. Anything else you could think of that COVID actually made easier for the real estate market?
1: Um, I just think having clients used to, so we do a lot of YouTube and how our clients are coming from usually out of state. And so I feel like that has become more of the norm for them to move into our city and doing everything virtually. And so a lot of times people were hesitant about that before. And I feel like that has shifted and everyone's so used to doing Zoom calls now and so used to seeing things virtually that it really has um, made that process more easy, I guess, and more relaxing for our clients who are coming from out of town because they are used to virtual now.
0: Yeah. Is Colorado Springs getting an influx of people from other, like some cities are people are leaving. Some cities people are going to some, they're shifting Yeah, you know, the market's hot because people are upsizing. Are there a lot of people moving to Colorado Springs from out of state right now?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say the reason they're moving here is like, I think our last few clients did they, it wasn't because they were, I mean, we get a lot of military influx here in Colorado Springs, but it mm-hmm. wasn't because of you know, they just wanted to. The business was moving here, relocating. We obviously get some of that as well, but a lot of it is what we're seeing all over the country right now: is that people are deciding, hey, I don't have to be anywhere specifically for my job. Where do I want to live? And so, Colorado a lot of times pops into people's minds. We have the mountains, we have low humidity, and so I mean, it's just beautiful. So people are thinking lifestyle. I don't want to live in. I'm no, no, no offense for living in Milwaukee or any of these cities, mm-hmm. but I don't want to live in this place. I want to go live where I've always wanted to live, or my dream place. Um, and so people are doing that all over the country. Um, so that's also happening here in Colorado.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of outside stuff in Colorado. A lot, a lot of stuff to do um, when people are you know moving from cities to, like like living in the heart of a city where it's too busy, where where COVID made it really it took away all the amenities. Right? So the bonus of living in a city is the restaurants, is the, is the social life, is the nightlife. And when that all left, people were like, I don't want to live in the city anymore. And so I think when they started picturing, it's part of why there's a big influx in you know, Texas and Montana and Wyoming and probably Colorado Springs. It's like, what's where's a little bit more open where we can yeah. go see some stuff. So yeah. um, how long have you guys been licensed?
1: So we're pretty new. We actually were probably right around our two-year anniversary. Anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple or something. But yeah, so around two years, we've been um, licensed.
0: How many transactions did you do last year?
1: Last year we did thirty-four transactions.
0: All right. What's the average price out there?
1: Uh, well, it's really increased in the last year, but it was about three eighty when we started, and I think now it's up to four twenty. Okay. Here in Colorado Springs, just recently. So, but yeah, I think we did like fourteen million our first full year in real estate, and a lot of that's thankful or thanks to video marketing, just yeah. using that. Well, strategy. and Lori, that was kind of her. I grew up. My grandpa was in real estate development. Um, I, before before kids, BK, (laughs) um, was in property management and always wanted to get my real estate license. It's in my blood. My parents are builders. My husband had a construction company. Lori has ran online businesses before. And, you know, she was so savvy with the marketing. What I realized, you know, I watched my grandparents do it. I watched my parents do it. And, you know, it was small town, Western Slope, Colorado, and totally word of mouth. What I realized is when you get into more of a a city setting, when you're competing with 4,000 other realtors, it is so important to be able to grow your database. Like obviously most realtors want to have a referral-based real estate business, but how do you get there? How do you get those quality clients and you become their real estate expert? And you, you have to be able to expand your sphere beyond just your, you know, baseball moms, soccer moms, you know, old coworkers, And so social media is what really got us out there to be able to expand our sphere and and be able to, you know, grow our database.
0: Yeah. It's like being the, it is, especially when you're new, the, the, you know, your family, friends, that reach is only so big. And then you need to show yourself as an authority and social media is a great way to show yourself as I'm not just one of the 5,000 or one of the 10,000. This is, this is why I'm special. This is why I'm there. People love video right now. They love online stuff. So the, so did you guys get licensed at the exact same time?
1: Yep. We took the class together.
0: (laughs) You took the class, you got licensed and then you, and then were you partners from the get go? Did you do any of your own listings or at the very beginning you said, let's go get this listing and do it together.
1: We always were together. You just how it kind of all just fell together. We were at the small boutique brokerage at first, which was great for our handholding and like having us write contracts for the first few months. And then we just kind of felt trapped. We kind of felt like we weren't able to market ourselves and brand ourselves. And I just feel as a new agent, I don't understand. I really think you have to have that entrepreneurial spirit or that marketing because you're gonna have to set yourself apart from those 4,000 other agents in your city, especially as a new agent. And then we went with Keller Williams for a while and that was helpful um we like keller williams but like i said we didn't want that office space we didn't need that office space and then exp has really allowed our business to thrive in the last few months so
0: real estate rockstars, this is a commercial break from our biggest podcast sponsor we have right now rent ready it can be fun getting a new real estate deal But it can be tough managing your properties after the fact, especially if you're long distance investing or trying to manage multiple properties by yourself. That's why we're here to tell you about RentReady. RentReady is a property management software that not only makes it easier to manage all your real estate deals from one platform, but they also have the best customer service support in the biz. They're an all-in-one app that lets you easily manage properties, collect rent, list units, screen tenants, sign leases, all from your phone or computer. Imagine all of your real estate doors right in your pocket. How awesome is that? The best part is it's so affordable, one flat price for everything, unlimited properties, tenants and support with a real life human. And I have to add in there, that's a new business model that not a lot of people are doing. There's like this freemium model where people say, hey, you can try this, but as soon as you grow, it's gonna cost you a lot of money. Or they kind of punish you when you get too many emails on your list or too many comments. They aren't going to punish you when you grow. They're not going to charge you more when you get 10, 20, 30 rentals. They're going to charge you the same when you have two or three as they will when you have 50 or 60. So you have a nice fixed cost, all software, all in one place. Check it out. RentReady. R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com. And if that's not enough, RentReady is giving our listeners a special code you can use to get a whole year of Rent Ready for just $54. Use code r-o-c-k-s-t-a-r-50 that's rockstar 50 and sign up for rent ready's annual plan at rentready.com again r-e-n-t-r-e-d-i.com with code rockstar50 to get rent ready for only 54 dollars I think when people are choosing their when agents are choosing which version of an office that they want or which version of a brokerage that they want early on you you mentioned being an entrepreneur and i think it's so important to actually decide do i want to be an uh, entrepreneur or not because there are two totally different models there is a model of hey we're the office and we're going to get you a lot of listings and a lot of leads but we take a bigger chunk of that essentially or there's one that's like hey or uh, in your model, you can go do it yourself, and the sky's the limit. and You can get it there, but it's two totally different ideas. Because if you are good with being an entrepreneur, if you're really good with the ups and downs, if you're really good with, hey, I want to, you know, you know, then the self-managed model is, is one of the the best ones. But not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. There's people that are like, no, I want stability, but I also want to be a real estate agent. And so there are certain teams and brokerages, you know, that that offer that too. So what was it like at the very, at the very beginning? So you guys got licensed, you were at that, that boutique brokerage. How did you get your first listing?
1: So we, or we your, or your first
0: client, whether it's a listing or a buyer. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we dove into social media from the very beginning. And so before we were even licensed, we had, you know, Instagram accounts, we had Facebook pages, <laughs> all of that. We, I swear, I think we've tried everything there is under the sun with social media before we were even licensed, we had to go, you know, we were putting plans in action. We were talking to the boutique brokerage at the time and we said, Hey, we have a listing, um, but obviously we don't have our license yet. What, what, (laughs) what can we do here? And she was like, what are you like, we, we just work. That's the bottom line. We, and that's. Before you were even
0: licensed, you had an online lead of somebody ready to have you list their house.
1: Yeah. And that's why we, we decided our um, slogan is just G-Y-S-T, get your together, because yep. that's all you have to do. You just have to want to get it done, come up with a plan of attack, and it just takes a lot of work. You know, so, so anyways, back to that story, our broker- she said, "You guys already have a listing, and it happened to be an eight hundred and seventy thousand dollar listing.
0: That's crazy." So
1: she found the, you know, she she was excited, so she went with us out she there, <laughs> yeah. But then we felt ourselves growing so fast, so quick. You know, we we just on social media, we weren't coming out to be these huge real estate agents. We love design. We love staging homes. And we had started a blog before we were even licensed as well and capitalized on that. And Lori had this big picture of how everything would tie together to help us with search optimum, what's the word, SEO. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I leave that part to her. Um, and, and she had this big picture of how it would work. She would explain to me, you know, this is why we're doing this. This is why we have to write four blogs each this week and put it out. Out there and yeah, <laughs> it was a that lot that of work works. yeah it was a lot that of work
0: a trip. we have a lot of listeners that are thinking about getting their license or in the process of getting their license especially in a couple states right now it's taking so much longer in california you can't take your test anywhere mm-hmm. right now oh, like, really? it's just yeah you just can't take your okay, test in a lot of places because no. it's still very like you can't even eat inside or you know some restaurants just opened inside eating out there and getting your you know new license applications when they were having them, I, w- I was talking to a gal a few months ago, and she was on a waiting list to be able to go take her test, but it was like four months out. So it's, oh. which is pr- pretty crazy. So now it may it may be getting better. So I'm sure I'll get a couple messages from somebody in California that did just take their test somewhere. <laughs> so please correct me on that, but because everything does change every day. But at least down in San Luis Obispo, I know that people were were struggling to be able to get that that test. So the so, the people that are listening that have it that are like, Hey, I'm going to wait to go do this. You guys are saying you don't have to wait till you're licensed to actually start doing. What would you tell them to start with? Because they can't actually they can't actually list their home yet, but, the, but what would they do to start becoming an authority in real estate while they're waiting? Did you share, like, Hey, we're getting ready to take our test this week? Or, or did you, or, or were you already, did you act like an authority already? Or did you share the journey that we're just getting started?
1: Yeah. We kind of did a little both, I suppose. I'm trying to remember. It seems like a long time ago now. I know it was like two we years focused ago, but a lot on design and the things loved. that we had interest, but we tied it back to homes and real estate and, you know, like top, top five things you can do to increase the value of your home. Yeah. You know, blogs like that. And we'd go to the paint store and pick out our favorite paint colors and <laughs> all of that. And then as yeah. soon as we did get our license, you know, we, we, um, and then we switched and it. We finally had that audience. We had, I think at the time over 2000 followers on one account, I think it was Instagram. We did that. Uh-huh. And so I remember that we kind of flipped and, you know, yeah. still did a ton of design. Cause we noticed then when we took our design and then only was doing real estate, we were not growing our channel in, anymore. And so we had to find the happy medium of what we're posting because nobody cares when you put houses under contract you know, they might be intrigued by a new listing you have or whatnot, but, you know, they were following us because they liked our design ideas. And so, you know, then we, we got our license, we switched, I mean, we still did the design, but we threw in the the real estate piece and lady who we got our listing from, you know, we started doing the design piece and she's like, oh, I didn't realize you were realtors. And then that's when she called us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just kind of just flowed like that. I guess my one piece of advice would be Facebook groups right now. It's part of our trifecta, yes. which I'm sure we'll go over in a little bit. But if you could do a Facebook group and start naming it whatever your city is, like ours is called Colorado Springs, What's Going On, and becoming an authority within your Facebook group within your own local market, you don't have to be able to do that at all. And so, why not just start generating, you know, that audience right now while you're waiting? I think that would probably what I would, if i'm looking back, that's what I would definitely own in on is developing maybe your Instagram and your um, Facebook group. Well, and I think we the way we started versus what we've actually realized works has been a fast and furious journey. Like we we tried, like I said, I think every type of post there is out there, every type of account. And what we have established at this point, our Trifecta is what is generating just from January. We have 41 leads by using our Trifecta. And of those 41, we're currently converting 11 of them. And they're wow. high level, they're high level clients too. When we first started out, we first did like homes lists and follow them around with like Facebook ads. And they were probably barely qualifying, you know, like the ones that would come in at like 580 credit score. And we'd try to bring our credit score up a little bit to qualify. But the ones that are coming in are at least most of them are around a half million dollar qualification level, mm-hmm. still have to compete in our market, but it's a way higher. I think we almost doubled our price point as far as our um, clients go.
0: Wow. So we're, we're going to dig into your trifecta in just a second, kind of do like a step-by-step guide for our listeners out there. Before, and before we jump into kind of how you went from good to great, the what's one thing you wish you would have known when you first got your license? I mean, you've only had your license for two years, but, the, but what is one thing that you wish you'd have known on month one or month, month three that you know now? Two
1: things that I think <laughs> we probably different opinions looking yeah, back a little that's bit.
0: That's awesome. And we've gone yeah.
1: through 10 different names and rebranding ourselves, but really starting out with that brand that you can grow. You know, we both got in thinking we just wouldn't be real estate agents. As soon as we saw the opportunity, we definitely expanded our vision um, on a greater scale within the first six months. And so I felt like we were rebranding, rebranding, rebranding. And so to just start with a general name. It doesn't have to wow. It has to work for the long term. And then that being said, I think we've tried every social media platform out there. Pick one or two and do it well. I don't think you, you know, even with two of us, it's logistically almost impossible to juggle everything out there. I mean, there's clubhouse and LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and, you and been all day just doing that. I'm yeah. like, what are we doing now? So as soon as we really focused in on just two of them and did them well results, um, you know, the, the quality and, yeah. you know, we became that real estate expert to those, that group of people. And you can't touch every single person moving to your area, but how do you maximize who you're, reaches and who's cut you know what type of people are you working with
0: Lori? what's your answer
1: my answer would be like i guess twofold is one is you're gonna have to have thick skin like i think a lot of people jump in and they think it's gonna be like hdtv which is some of the pieces we like of it but you're gonna have to know that you're gonna have bad days and you're gonna have things happen where even like we had a weird clause come in and i'm like oh i have a you know what do we do with this like i couldn't sleep like there was you're going to go to a listing, you're not going to get that listing, you're going to ask yourself, why not me? Um, I just think that it's not all roses and peaches. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to be It's okay. not glamorous, you're going to have to I mean some days are great, but the other days are not and you're going to have to have some grit in the game to kind of get yourself past that, especially as a new agent when you're learning and things may not may be okay for a week while you work with that initial, you know, sphere your family and friends, but then then what? Um, And then my other piece, I guess, of advice would be, you're going to have to start somewhere. You're not going to be perfect when you start, especially when it comes to marketing. So don't overthink it. Just post it, you will learn as you go. Um, I think so many people think about, oh, should I do it? Is this the right thing? How do I do it? And I get it. You want it to be, you know, your brand and you want it to be great, but you're going to have to start somewhere. And I think that is the beauty of having, you know, Lori's perspective and my perspective together. We're kind of you know, uh, one is, has this great idea. The other is a little bit of a sounding board, maybe some breaks. Okay, let's twist it and try it this way. Maybe you're crazy. Um, you know, I, I do feel like having that person as your sounding board, like sometimes I come up with an idea. She's like, I don't know about that. Same thing with her. She wants us to do TikToker. I'm like, I can't do that. That's not my thing. And we have a lot of fun doing it
0: too. Yeah, so it nice.
1: does make it a lot more fun to have the other.
0: You guys did have some really unique kind of, you know, combinations there. So you said one is have a scalable brand, Uh, pick your media delivery, right? So pick your one or two and focus on it. Don't do all the different social medias. Maybe try all all 15 of them and then figure out which ones you like the best. Uh, I think they're all scalable. It's really about which one is best for you and your delivery. (laughs) Having thick skin and grit and then starting somewhere, not overthinking it. The scalable brand thing. reminds me of, I love the story of like Netflix and Amazon, so Netflix named their company Netflix before the internet was actually fast enough to download any films, but they huh. knew that they knew that someday they were Maybe. like, but you, you know, someday it might be. And I bet someday we'll be downloading our stuff instead of mailing CDs to everybody. And, Amaz- <laughs> right. and Amazon was just selling books, but the name Amazon was supposed to mean everything, anything you could yep. think of all in one place, A to Z. Right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, being, that is really hard to come up with a scalable brand, uh, out in the other like in normal business world but in real estate i think you can i think that's great advice and it, that is something a lot of agents probably undersell how big and successful they can be it's totally natural for people to be, be like i'm new i'm an agent it's just going to be me it's just going to be like this this is my company and then you get to see like whoa this is taking off i'm doing better than i thought i would so i would say to adding to that like don't don't underestimate how successful your brand can be and uh, and be able to stick with that. Love that advice that you gave. So, let's talk about your trifecta. So, what are you guys doing to get leads now? How did you get into it, and how can people apply that right now?
1: Yeah. So we have, you know, we've kind of always done a little bit of everything, um, but we've really found a real niche that works for us, and really like we talked about generating those high quality leads where they know people know you, they, they don't, we don't have to cold call. We don't door knock. We've tried that, hated it. I hate cold calling. Um, (laughs) we've had leads come in from Facebook, you know, and we used to do like a homeless list ads. Like, you know, are you looking to buy a first time home when they were just such cold leads? Like we'd spend, Kayleen did a lot of it because I hated it even more. I love the awkward conversation. I think it's kind of fun. So we really started to own in just in the last few months and it's really just taken off. And I think we just kind of feel like we found our groove and found our niche and mm-hmm. have been helping other agents, especially newer agents kind of, you know, get into lead generation. So we did, we built our Facebook group. I've kind of always had it a little bit, but I really, we really started to grow it in October. Um, we were partnered with local businesses and then we would just, there's like 5,000, I think local Colorado Springs.
0: What was the name um, of your Facebook group?
1: colorado springs what's going on okay um and so we do we partner with businesses and we do business highlights um and that has been a great option for us um to well, well we capture them from youtube from that channel but just become authority in our area and you know it's really important you put a call for action in those videos i think so we'll go out to a video and we used to highlight the newest italian restaurant which was great but but until we put in there, hey, this is Lauren Kayleen, we're one of your top realtors in the area, reach out, you know, we help people all the time in our area, buy and sell, we'd love to answer any of your real estate needs, and really started presenting ourselves as a real estate authority and people who love our community. It's really been advantageous for us as far as that Facebook group goes. And before that call of action, like Lori said, you know, we we would get a lot of views, but nobody ever reached out to us as a A real estate expert. And so just giving them that call to action was huge. And just a small tweak in what we were already doing to establish, you know, people will do what you ask them to do. And so if they're thinking of listing, buying, if they have friends, and that's the beauty of that Facebook page, we also put on there any local happenings. So anytime there's a parade or a hot air balloon, you know, any community event what we found is people are inviting people who are visiting to the area and we're catching people coming into the area that way. Um, they're sharing it out with their friends because there's something of value in that group. It's not just, you know, we, we totally monitor what's being posted. We'll allow, you know, maybe some talks about best plumber, or whatever in the area, but it is definitely not a spammy kind of Facebook group. <laughs> we monitor
0: so you guys put the video so on the Facebook group you do content, but then you put videos on your Facebook page, and then is your call to action at the end of the video?
1: No, we usually do like a hook, so that's part of our script. So we'll just say, "Hey everyone, so we're here at Perabacini is one of the top real or we're one of the top restaurants here. We're and then we go into who we are, and then we're like, let's get right into the video today, and then we'll go into interviewing the restaurant owner. But we put it right at the beginning, you know, we we know where we're at and then we establish ourselves, who we are and why we're doing this video for you and how to reach out. And then without further ado, let's get back to why you're watching the video. (laughs) Yeah. Almost like just a cheesy commercial, but it works. All
0: right. So the and I'm looking at the page right now. So you got Colorado Springs, what's going on? In there you've got like an announcement video at the top and and you're in a local shop giving out a gift card uh to a place every week the so you've got that that rotates out you know anyone have quick video clips you're asking people uh getting interaction from people taking polls on there how much snow do you have in your neighborhood right now uh yeah. the people are posting pictures of like using rulers to show how much snow they have in their window
1: bottles of wine this weekend i saw somebody with three bottles of wine stacked <laughs> people yeah. want to share like that's a, like we do the giveaways like at the top you'll see we have people enter because you just want to keep that engagement up in the group but mm-hmm. it people want to share all this ask them what did i asked the other day and i'm like why are they sharing this how many hours of sleep do you get on average <laughs> i was like why are you being weird and asking that? but there were so many people that commented and engaged. And so the more engagement you have, the more your, your oh, they're going to see us. feed <laughs> will pop up in there or your group will pop up in their feed.
0: Very cool. So the, and and so people listening, go check it out. Colorado Springs, what's going on, the way that they, they've done their Facebook page. I think it's a great balance of, I believe so much in providing value before you give an ask, right? Mm-hmm. And so being able to go like, hey, give, give, give for free, give a whole bunch of stuff for free and then you get your ask. And the and when we lead with providing value, then we get to reap those rewards. So uh, so your Facebook group looks awesome. And I've also heard that Facebook groups are now more important than Facebook business pages because yeah. no one actually sees your business posts anymore unless you run ads against it. Whereas groups, yeah. people interact inside.
1: Yeah, we have a page just so we can run ads off of it, but we don't really put anything on there. The reach is just terrible. One thing I would tell, you know, your audience if you're gonna try to start doing that is we when they go to join we ask them are you are you living in the area are you moving to the area are you just visiting and so the people who are moving to the area we really own in on them and we'll you know but everyone who joins we message them they're like hey thanks for joining Lauren, and kayleen any real estate needs let us know i mean we just have like this copy paste thing that we do for anyone who joins and then they have you know we're like do you want to get special things about the area leave your email and i would say probably about 50 percent leave us an email so now we also have an email database with thousands of emails from people mm-hmm. here here locally, so they also get to see us there too. So that's
0: cool. You just you just flat out ask for the email address and they give it to you. And the that is not a normal thing, right? All right, mine. Yeah. People ask me for my email address. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not adding you to that list of people that are going to spam me with stuff. So it looks like the way that you're uploading the videos. So like just a technology point of it is you're uploading them to Facebook. It's not that you're putting them on YouTube and linking over to YouTube. Do you guys you also know, do YouTube?
1: Yeah, we do YouTube for that's our probably our main referral. Like I feel like on Facebook, we caption those are for a living in our area. So it's part of our trifecta, we have the Facebook group for those who live in the area, right? So those people who live, or are probably moving here, we can capture them that way too. But then the other piece, you know, the other spoke of our trifecta is we really do YouTube and YouTube is then our bread and butter for the Mm -hmm. last three months, if you do it the right way. Your leads you get from YouTube are fabulous. And so then our YouTube channel is called Colorado Springs, what's going on. And then we talk about our group a little bit and then we, they funnel into our Facebook group and then they're getting our message there as well. And then once they're in our database, this is the third spoke to that trifecta. That's how we run our Facebook ad. So we continually stay in their feed and at the top of their mind because we're just running ads, thanking them where their real estate, you know, experts, if there's anything we can do for you. And that's how we stay in front of them is the the ads.
0: So so Facebook is local stuff. You guys are doing all sorts of content on there to create interaction. You guys are subtly talking about growing your real estate and on those you're uploading your video to facebook and i've heard people saying pros and cons to linking to youtube or not but you're saying no your facebook place is where it is facebook will push people and then we go to your youtube page i could totally tell that you guys know jesse and jackson from that <laughs> so the yeah uh, yes. yeah so the by the the layout of your page the layout of your videos i had them go back in i hired them to go in after i had them on the show. Uh, a year ago. So the I should look up what episode it is for you guys listening, but they came on as YouTube agents promoting. I hired them as a service to help promote some of my some of our YouTube stuff. go in and reorganize and the, and I can tell from the style of yours and the, uh, that the uh, that you they've at least influenced some of what you guys are doing out there. So I look at your YouTube page and it says, you know new videos every week. You know, it's got pictures of you guys. You guys are in each of the covers pros and cons and everything in between with of living in Colorado Springs, living in Colorado Springs, all of Castle Rock explained, all of Monument explained. Tell me about that. Tell me about your content and what you're building there and how often you're building that up.
1: So what um, Lori and I, before we even teamed up under Jesse and Jackson, we were listening to podcasts. Lori, (laughs) of course. Yep. (laughs) Laurie had came across one that I think Jackson was talking about, and he would he had just yours actually oh I don't really remember. and he had talked about how that's the one to say
0: is. for sure like it's definitely the real rock stars <laughs> podcast no <sorry>. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the but one. he had said how important it is to just be real like I have a hard time putting on a sales face I'm not a salesperson I can talk anybody's ear off about why my car can't stay clean. There's always mud around Colorado Springs that the point of just being able to talk and tell people about your area and be real. I was like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. And Lori's good about organizing. So it's not just a big spider web, you know, she'll put the order into it. But I loved as soon as we got started with YouTube, I was like, are we really talking about this again? Yes, but we're going to call it this. <laughs> and people love it. They just love, I've always seen people like a real estate agent, you wear like a pencil skirt and like pearls or something. And I just <laughs> think that for our YouTube channel, we're just us in the videos. And I think we're not going to be for everybody. Not everyone is going to love us who's moving to the area, but the people who contact us and we probably get at least right now, we've only been doing it for two months, I think we've at nine weeks really doing our YouTube channel. And we probably get at least one solid lead a day. And mm-hmm. where we've had to bring other local agents to keep yeah, up.
0: with. I'm them. clicking through these videos right now. I want to share my screen, right? I'm going to share my screen. I'm gonna oh. my screen. going on our, uh, like to on our YouTube on, on you to, to one of videos. these. So the, check out the spot that is froze on right here.
1: Oh. <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: the, got like, like here's with the golden, you know, uh, you know, eggs, like really fun stuff on there as you guys click through. So people watching this on YouTube right now, you'll get to see, you know, some of their different screens, but it's, it's them going through uh, on here. Like they said, it's, it's, they're out you know, interviewing stuff, being real, driving in the car, really cool way to start growing that. So you guys are getting, um, so you're really just talking about the city people then do that. Most of the people that come to your YouTube page are people that don't live there yet. They're trying to figure out, do I want to live in this part of Colorado Springs or not? You're kind of answering those questions. And then, so then you talked about like a lead fall. So so before we go into lead fall, if you're going to give somebody a recommendation of they want to build their own YouTube page, what's, what's a few things that they should do when they're like, what's my first video? How long do I do it? What sort of things should I be doing?
1: Right. So you just, I mean, we always use to buddy and we kind of take, do some keyword title search ahead of time, but you just want to do things on living in your city, the pros and cons of your city. And then people always ask us to do certain areas about like, like certain neighborhoods. You don't get as much reaches with those videos, but as long as you tag it correctly, that is going to get you where you need to go as far as getting that organic reach So I just think you got to start with those basic videos and pick three videos, I think. And then you want to just script it the right way. I think the script of the video is really important. So people Mm -hmm. can, will start to reach out to you. If you just sit and talk, I mean, I think a lot of agents get to the, into the trap of just doing, you know, things on home inspections or just doing things on their listing or a market update, which is great, but you're not, I don't think people really care about that. Mm -hmm. Like we tried that we got zero reach this people know us. That's what we love about it. People call us and they know us. Like They're so, oh. like, you're from Minnesota. We are like, Oh yeah. We talk about that all the time. And we yeah. had they already like, you can hear it in your some, voice. I'm, too. I'm like, this is amazing. They already feel like I'm not selling them. Me. Like they know me. Like they kind of weirdly know me <laughs> when I don't even know them. And that was when, cause I would do a lot of the footwork on the Facebook at, you know, leads I would call, the number, most of the time, it was a wrong number or a wrong email address. The quality of leads from Facebook ads to YouTube is day and night. The, literally, we were sitting here working together, and she got. we purposefully put a different phone number so we knew where that lead was coming from. Um, on YouTube, and so when Lori got that first phone call and answered, they were like, "Oh my gosh, I move into the area. We want to work with you." Like they literally said, "We're already their agent, and they want to work with us." I was like, "We don't have to like compete with compete other agents." With other or agents, agents, or agents or that is what Jesse.
0: And Jackson, they talked about that a lot, is when people would first call, it was like they totally knew It's really interesting with, you know, as we grow, you know, social media and the podcast and everything else, most people, when I meet them, know way more about me than I know about them already. And the, the cool thing about being authentic right? Like you're talking about just being yourself. Like that was one of the advice pieces you gave just by being yourself, whatever you grow, then people are going to know you. So when all of a sudden they're like, Hey, I know you. It's not like, Oh, Oh no. Do I need to be somebody different? It's like, no, I've been being me the whole time. So when they call and go, Oh, I've watched all of your videos and this, it's like, cool. You already know. So I don't have to tell you about this and this, let's just go start showing you houses. One thing that you brought up there. So, so again, so you said first was your Facebook group. Second was your YouTube page, but you mentioned in there having a different phone number for each of them. So you could kind of track leads. Do you still do that? Do they have two different phone numbers? Is that like, and, you, and are the leads, do you treat the leads different? So
1: basically a lot of times the leads will funnel. Like, so sometimes the people will hear about our, our Color Springs what's going on Facebook group on our YouTube channel. Cause we'll mention it, or it's in our description below. And then if they're not going to reach out that way, some people get nervous to reach out cause they think that <laughs> we're like these these, I don't know, like people that they shouldn't call or something. <laughs> and then they join us on the Facebook group. And then we message them and they're like, actually we found you ladies on YouTube. And that's where we hit them up. We have a few clients right now that we're going that way as well. So we use that number kind of in our whole trifecta, just so I can figure out kind of where they're coming from. And then we kind of know where they, we, we ask them. And then we had a different number for when we started, and that's what's on all of our local signs, You know, kind of more of our local real estate, not particularly the social media. That's a very, go
0: ahead. ahead. That's a very simple thing for listeners out there when you're trying these, these different medias, getting an extra phone number you know, to be able to track and see where people are coming from. You get to figure out where your best bang for your buck is whether, when you're doing postcards, when you're doing letters, anything else, yep. changing the phone number is a very simple way to be able to track what's you know what makes the phone ring more often.
1: Right, what's your return on investment? We also partner with a local lender and he pays for our video marketing or video editing. So I don't have time to video edit all mm-hmm. those. I don't like to video do the video editing. So we hire that out with a virtual assistant and our lender pays for it. So basically our lead generation is zero. Um, but one thing I was just gonna tell your audience, that's like kind of my passion behind that YouTube and that trifecta is, you know, just with Zillow taking over that market and Zillow getting a broker, is that you're gonna to have to figure out how to market and brand yourself as a real estate agent in this industry and kind of beat Zillow. I know I posted in a group and some people were kind of all over me. <laughs> she like, gets kicked out of a group saying, How are you going to beat a billion dollar company? And I'm not going to beat them, but I'm going to play in that game with them. And my thing with doing YouTube and the trifecta is that you get to know that person who, who's moving to your area before they even jump on Zillow. So if I knew I'm moving to Austin, Texas, Texas, I'm probably going to hop on YouTube and say, what's it like to live in Austin, Texas? Things to do. Maybe even before I start my house search. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Those people are going to see me and Kayleen and know us before they start that home search and go on Zillow. And then Zillow's a broker in there and they have a Zillow agent all of a sudden. So before they even do that, they see Kayleen and I and on our YouTube page for agents, um, just J-Y-S-T, G. G, I do that she every does time. That all the I don't time. know why. Those
0: G, why? G- get your... Sh- it, it, it should, maybe it should be JG, why? <laughs>
1: yeah. So over there, we I kind of, we talk about that all the time is how you need to brand yourself and get to the client before they get to Zillow in this changing market. Well, and Lori had always talked about beating Zillow, getting in front of them before, and it really came to fruition in my mind. Um, We were actually up showing a home. And we had a client who little did I know, had downloaded the Redfin app and, you know, filled out whatever they needed to have access to any Redfin properties. I had walked up to the home and the client had already let themselves in. I said, how did you do that? And he had said, well, you know, all you do is sign up under Redfin and then you can access any of their properties. I was like, oh my gosh, like it's for real. They can have They can do it themselves if they want, but why would you not have, I mean, as a buyer, it costs you $0 to use an agent. Why would you not have somebody that does this on a daily basis, rooting for you and, you know, helping you through the entire transaction? They, buyers don't know that. They don't necessarily know that it costs them no money. All they know is I want to go see a house and I can do it all myself. So why would I have somebody come and so. That yeah. was I was like okay I you sold me Lori yeah <laughs> people people it.
0: love technology they love being able to not make an appointment and like oh can I walk in right now when we rent out houses we have that we have these self showing lock boxes where yeah. people show up they put in their info on the app and they can get inside right after so the but. But we're running, so running out of time. I want to be able to get to that third leg that you had. The this is great. Well, I I also like I I I I had to shut off your YouTube and your Facebook because I started clicking through and I you saw me like smiling and getting to see different stuff you guys are doing (laughs) to promote yourselves. I think it is fantastic. But that third leg is important. So you're bringing people, local people in through Facebook. You're bringing people from out of town in from YouTube. You're probably gonna have to make a video that says, why would you hire a buyer's agent now when you can do it for free? You know, as you get to that next, the thing we just talked about, or maybe you have that video. What's your third leg? The, you talked about being able to track people, I think.
1: Right. So the third piece of it is, you know, is, Kayleen mentioned it briefly, but we do the drip ads on marketing the Facebook. It's really the only thing we pay for and it's like pennies. I think our cost per click or cost per view is about two to three cents per view. And really, it's just our CRM uploaded as an audience in Facebook. And we're not selling them anything. It's not like uh, us trying to sell them a house or a picture of a house. It's just Kayleen and I talking about you know who we are, um, things we, about the market, maybe um, maybe a design element, something that just makes it us. And we just follow them around. And so they'll pop up in people's stories. And so I just always want our CRM, our clients, whether they are, you know, if we upload them through our Facebook with their name, our Facebook group with their name and email, or if it's just our local sphere, our CRM local of people that know us, I want them always to think of us for referrals, always Mm -hmm. to think of us if they have to sell again. And it's so hard as an agent to drive around. We do drop eyes or pop eyes, whatever is classic Mm -hmm. in our industry. But if I can be sitting on my couch and I can pop up into their phone at night while they're sitting with their family and they can just remember that we're agents in the area, that's all I care about. And the last quarter in 2020, over 70% of our transactions were referral based and so i do account that too i mean even my brother-in-law he said why do you pop up when i'm trying to play a game on my phone well quick click it on my website
0: <laughs> Yeah, don't <laughs> stop don't stalk me i won't stalk you what yeah. what crm software do you use
1: kv core
0: cool so the so man now we have to jump into our fire round because like i said we're already out of time we're going to go over our appointment hopefully uh we're, we're, you're not scheduled back to back as i finish up just my last questions for our listeners that we get there and then i want people to be able to know how to find you so the i would say what do you think the number one way for agents to succeed in 2021 is going to be we've got this kind of new i guess the the, the new crazy market has been around your whole real estate career now but the um but what would you say for how people should should uh, succeed this year
1: I you're going to have to brand yourself. You're going to have to market yourself. I think the industry's changing, but I would say every industry's changing. The real estate markets or industry has been changing since the beginning of time. But I think that that's a valuable piece as a realtor. You're going to have to pivot. We always say that in our YouTube channel for agents is you're going to have to pivot and you're going to have to, you know, find new ways to get, generate clients and leads than maybe you're used to.
0: The similar would be the number one way you survived 2020. Was it part of, part of that pivot? Yeah. Anything else?
1: Do you have any words of advice, Keelene? That was my word of advice, I guess, is, you know, just um, be ready to change with the market. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with Lori. I, I think that forever we're going to be having to do that. Um, what I do like about long t- content versus short content is it's a library that's already th- always there. And so, you know, a lot of these things that people post that go away, it's just a story I like the fact that the hard work we're putting in now is going to forever be there until we take it down. And so it kind of makes it worth it in my mind that even if it doesn't reach somebody right now, even if we move on to another platform or change what we're doing forever, our content will be there on YouTube so that, you know, I'm sure even years down the road, people are going to use it as a search engine and hopefully it'll continue to produce leads. The picture of me and Humpty Dumpty will always be there.
0: <laughs> I love that. I will. I, the, the, that, that is a great way to be to show people. I, lo- I when I stopped on that, I'm like, I have to share this. This is so <laughs> evergreen content. The having that evergreen content that lasts forever, it makes it worth going through. Because it's not easy, right? You said this isn't easy. Those yeah. videos that you guys are taking you have like even your eight minute video, there's like 55 scenes in that thing. And you're driving in your car and you're in different places. So it is a lot of work, a lot of effort. But knowing that 15 years from now, that video will come up uh, you know, somewhere as things for due, or maybe every five or 10 years, you're going to redo some yeah, of that. Just
1: so I don't have to door knock and cold calls and nothing it.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it, right. Are you more, is it going to be harder work to go door knock or, or, or call people about their expireds right. or is it to make really good content out there? All right. How about this? The number one way to get your offer accepted right now, especially when you're submitting an offer next to 25 other people, you said a lot of your people are first time buyers. You've had to change everything. What is uh, what's a trick that you know?
1: So we added in a clause and it's very detailed and it doesn't work for every listing out there but you know if they're collecting offers until a Monday and you're writing on a Saturday it may not work but if they put in there that you know the seller reserves the right to accept any offer at any time we like a clause that gives an added bonus if they accept by a certain deadline so they don't extend it through the entire weekend okay Um, kind of like a bonus incentive and it increases the purchase price um if they accept by a certain deadline that we put in there
0: that's very cool i haven't heard that yet as an option to the uh so here's our offer but if you accept it by tomorrow we'll be able to do this instead i saw one yesterday that said it will pay your netflix bill for a year we'll get your car (laughs) we'll get your car detailed for a year at your new house uh, the babysitting
1: it is, whatever yeah. it is getting that's more really and good. more
0: fun to see those the we had we've had we've had several full podcasts on that you can't just write a full price cash offer anymore what are your last question what are your predictions for 2021 what do you think is going to happen this year in real estate you
1: we kind out? of differ <laughs> well i i do think that
0: that's even e- better if you have two different <laughs> opinions of the future right
1: <laughs> So I do believe there has to be at least a little bit of a slowdown or a haul. Um, you know, that. in Colorado Springs, we have so much military and it is actually pretty sad when people have a deadline that they have to be here and they can't find a home, even a rental. Like there's just not inventory out there. I do think that probably with COVID, I'm sure the banks are holding on, some properties that as soon as some laws change, we're probably going to have an influx in inventory. And to to be real honest, I don't know how the numbers are going to work out, but I know there's a lot of people that aren't able to pay their bills right now. And so I think we're going to have a little bit of a slow, slow slowdown. One of our clients had put out the phrase FOMO -hmm. (laughs) And he he had the fear of missing out. And so that's exactly why they're making the move right now. Is he has kind of the same mindset, it can't last forever. And so they want to capitalize on the equity in their home and make the move to Colorado and sell in Seattle where they're at and be able to buy a nice house here for cash. So yeah, Yeah, I actually agree with her for the most part. I think we agree more than we disagree. I don't think it can go on forever. I don't really think this can be like a huge crash in the market. I think our clients mm-hmm. are still going to get decent equity in their homes, especially here in Colorado. Um, but it is going to, it's going to have to break at some point.
0: Yeah. Re- I okay. mean, re-
1: oh, sorry. The nice thing about Colorado Springs is we have so much military, we're somewhat insulated. Um, national average for people to buy and sell homes is seven years. Colorado Springs is only four. So I think we are in a little bit of a different scenario with all of our military and that sort of insulation
0: yeah we, we own a bunch of properties in a town called Colleen, which is a Fort Hood military base the you know, biggest army base and a lot of the same thing this year a lot of offers going in on properties but they have a deadline to move in and so if they don't get an offer accepted then they move into one of the rentals so our, the rentals right now they are the highest occupancy they've ever had I think and that's probably one of the factors because it is so much harder military people love buying houses when they're moving into new places and it is Making it tougher. It's going to be a really interesting year, you know, with with, uh, with rates changing, with construction costs going up, there's all sorts of fun stuff out there. So uh, ladies, so uh, people are going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to see what you're doing. They're going to want to ask you for advice. What is the best way that people can reach you and any final things that you want to share?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, we are, you can text us directly if you want to at 719-639-3393. Um, we're pretty genuine laid back people. So you guys can go ahead and just reach out to us directly. If you have questions, otherwise it would probably be our YouTube page, uh, that GYST finest agents. <laughs> you nailed um, it. And we do a lot of our content that we just spoke about here. Um, or with EXP, we have people who join us all the time and we hold a weekly, um, meeting with people in our downline at EXP and kind of, cause we have a vested interest in you, If you're with EXP and that's what we love about, that's why we switched to EXP is because we can help grow agents and teach them this model all across the country, not just within our own local market. So I would say phone, join us on our YouTube channel, the Just Finest Agents, um, or, you know, join us here at EXP. My one piece of advice is just go ahead and shoot the video and post it. Don't rewatch it. You'll pick it apart. So just do it.
0: (laughs) I love that. The so much fun stuff, ladies. Thanks for coming on today. The uh, yeah, we we had a minimum amount of child and uh, pet, inter- you know, it, you know, jumping in <laughs> yeah. to the life. I know you guys are, have kids at home. I've got kids and dogs at home too. But thanks for joining us. The that was a really really great stuff. Real estate rockstar listeners. I'm sure you guys got a ton of that. Be sure to reach out to them. Look into trying your own trifecta, You know, building up that Facebook group, that YouTube group and being able to track it. I think it's working well for these guys. Real Estate Rockstars, thanks for listening. All right, Real Estate Rockstars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show.